Hey everyone, this is Tony, DM for D&D Raw, and before we begin this episode, I wanted to give a brief spoiler warning for all those who have not caught up to episode 11 yet. This particular episode is going to tell the story of Vral Humblefire. Now, he's the leader of a new thieves guild called the Shadow Wolves. Part of the reason I wanted to delve into the backstory of this particular character is because he's so mysterious, He's so there's so much rumor about him, and... It's one of the things that the party's questioned. Who is he? What is he? And how did he become who he is now? How did he become the founder of this group of thieves as well as train these entities known as Shadow Mastiffs? So part of this is I had all this backstory prepped and I've always liked different chaotic characters, leaders of thieves guilds and stuff like that. And one of my favorite characters, I'll say, throughout the D&D universe is Jarlaxle, as you never really know where his loyalties lie. So, of course, in the vein of that type of character, I created Vral Humblefire to be that mysterious figure who helps the party and helps to point them in the right direction. But you know deep down there must be a personal motive for him or he feels at least he can profit in some way. So because of that, I wanted to share with all of you what I have developed and what the story of Vral Humblefire is. So without further ado, here is the history of Vral Humblefire. As the party leaves Vral's lair, he looks around the wreckage of his hideout. It has been some time since I thought of Asenthios and her. I always wanted more than my parents ever did. Now I have the power to do so. My life was not always part of the underbelly of society. In fact, if I followed in my parents' footsteps, I would not have been part of society. My childhood was filled with the creatures that resided in the Ragorum woods. My parents had a home in the Cynthias, but we were never there much. It was such a beautiful place to my young eyes, but I never knew of the cities that existed beyond my little jungle. For weeks, my parents would take me from home and we would go hunting, bring whatever we would catch back to eat or sell. Waste not, want not. My father was not the best teacher, nor the most patient man. I used to suffer greatly whenever I failed to land a kill. My mother was not much better, turning a blind eye to everything my father did. I found myself growing jealous of the beasts that resided in the Ragorum woods, particularly the wolves. I yearned for the thought to be part of a pack, or lead one working together to bring down prey and care for one another. The concept that a group of individual beasts had a better idea for working together than some of us so-called sentient beings fascinated me. And one day, when I was only about ten, as my failure was being properly punished, my parents failed to notice the orc scouting party sneak up behind them. I ran as far and as fast as I could, but I took an arrow to the back and found myself unable to move. 
I lay there, waiting for the end, as cold began to creep into my body. The end did not come, though. Instead, I felt the arrow yanked from my back as I was rolled over and saw the most beautiful elven woman I had ever laid eyes on. Fresh blood dripped from her fanged mouth, and her eyes were thin slits like that of a cat. She leaned in close, inspected me for a moment before whispering, Your parents are gone, little one. So much the better from what I have seen from them. You are not long for this world, but I can keep you here. I can keep you alive. What I give you can be seen as either a blessing or a curse. You must decide now. Live and be shunned by all other humanoids for the remainder of your days. Or die and pass on to whatever deity you believe. Clearly I chose the former. And as she sank her teeth into my shoulder, I passed out. The next several years were some of the greatest of my life. All of my senses were enhanced, and I craved the pure nature of the hunt. The elven woman, Vashti, showed me what my new were-tiger body was capable of and what it could endure. During this time, I grew strong and even began to tame the very wolves of the Rigorum into aiding me. Vashti did not feel that creatures such as us needed the aid of such beasts, but the want of a pack made me disagree. Then came the day when Vashti left, leaving only a note for me saying that clearly she had taught me everything she could and the rest of my life was mine to make. I stayed some more time in those woods, my wolves and I, but it was not long till loneliness overtook me and I found myself wanting more again. I never felt welcome in Asenthias and knew I certainly wouldn't be now. So I went east, leaving the Rigorum entirely, traveling from town to town, staying for a short while, studying people and moving on, gathering whatever coin and food I could in any way I could. It was not too long before I arrived in the city of Orenthal and tried to stay out of the way and simply study how people worked. What made them tick? I used my old skills in studying animals in order to get what I wanted from them and put it to use, getting what I needed from the people around me. I learned quickly that I needed to lose my accent if I wanted to avoid attention and slowly train myself out of it. I acquired many different items of interest, allies, enemies during this time period, began to establish myself a little, but then came the cataclysm. Throughout this terrible war, I saw how the poor were treated by the wealthy, how those in power looked down upon the powerless. All this did was remind me of my own father, and this made me fight all the fiercer during this decade. Fight for those who were deemed unworthy to the upper echelon, to the so-called nobility. Many of the low and often forgotten people of the poorer districts joined my cause, and slowly my pack began to form anew.
It was during this time, as a portal opened in the low hills, that I caused my first sighting of a Shadow Mastiff. It actually snuck up on me, tried to kill me, but I reverted into my hybrid form and wrestled the beast into submission. Rather than kill it though, I let it live, showing that I was the dominant being. I'd like to believe that she came to respect me, and she did begin following me around. Fascinated by this creature that can meld into the shadows at night, I learned everything I could, gaining a good deal of help from a particular elven woman, Zoxiara. She helped me learn what they were, though she frowned upon my learning how to summon them and bind them to me and to others as a sort of familiar. But I was happy. I finally felt that my pack was complete. Thanks to Zoxiara and other allies, I gained magical daggers and other such items of interest. War was good for my business for a time, but then Zoxiara fell. After the war, things did not change for the poor of Orenthal. This time I took advantage of it. I took advantage of the nobles and their treatment of those they deemed lesser. I will care for the forgotten of this city, and I will care not for what those in the Adamantine Palace think. I will lead my pack to the betterment of myself and those who serve me, and let any who wrong me or mine quake in fear. For my wolves will hunt you, they will corner you, and I promise, I would personally tear out your throat. But do not worry, I never turn against those who have aided me. I have my own sense of honor. I do miss my early days, the simplicity of the hunt in the woods, but it would never be enough for me. No matter what Vashti said, I am a pack animal, and I will always be an alpha. You will know the name of Vral. Thank you all for listening to the story of Vral Humblefire, the leader and founder of the Shadow Wolves. Please make sure to share this podcast with your friends and follow us on Twitter at Rules as Written. Also, feel free to email any questions to me at dm at dndraw.com. Please subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, or subscribe and leave us a comment on Podbean, Google Play, or Stitcher. And I hope to see you all next time in Orenthal.